You've got work friends, you've got best friends, and now you've got ghoul friends. Hello, and welcome to episode 47 of the Ghoul Friends Podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Celeste. And we're in Charleston. We're coming to you live from Dr. Kathy Ghoul's office. (laughs) Mama Ghoul's office. Mama Ghoul's office (laughs) in Charleston, South Carolina. We made it, y'all. We did. It was an adventure. And if you follow us up, fool. Followed us. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I know. I'm so tired. I can't even talk anymore. If you followed our Instagram stories, you saw the chaos that was involved in moving us and Jerry and the pets. The adventures of Jerry. The adventures of Jerry, our plant. He did make it. <laughs> he did. He did make it. We. Um, he's got some sunshine. He's doing well. He's doing great. Yeah. We did. Uh, we stopped overnight in Richmond, Virginia. Yes, we did. With all three animals. Yes. That was an adventure. <laughs> uh, yes, it was. But, you know, I feel like. It could have gone so much worse. Yeah, we only lost so, one cat one time. Just one time, and he one was time. he was just smushed behind the desk because he didn't <laughs> want to get in his carrier again. I can't blame him. It kind of sucked for them. It did. Yeah. They were troopers, though. I mean, they really did. Kitty, um, our little warden of the house. Yeah, the mini one. She's the most yeah, anxious and mm-hmm. like, just doesn't do well with yeah. change. But she really... like. You held her the entire time. I did hold did. her the entire time. <laughs> okay, I drove the entire time. It's true. So we both had some hell to go through. It's true. It's true. <laughs> and she did really well until um, we were about three hours out of Charleston, and she just wanted out. So she was, like, jumping at the window. <laughs> to jump you know, by that point, I was about ready to jump out the window with her because we were just so damn ready to be there. We, we just said, like, we're not talking to each other. No. We're not talking to anybody. No. Just do what you got to do to get there. And we made it. And we made it in really good time. There was... It was 15 hours. Absolutely no traffic from start to finish yeah exactly 930 something miles right and we kind of figured with all the quarantines in place that you know traffic might be lighter but i i can never like honestly say i've gone over the george washington bridge in new york city yeah. non-stop and we did we cruised right the over the only it. issue we had on the george washington bridge is jerry took a massive tumble he did and he part tried. of him spilled out he lost part <laughs> of his skull but you know what? He made it. He's okay. Yeah. Your dad has brought him back to life. Your dad is like the plant whisperer. He is, and he's taken him as, under his little wing and, you know, <laughs> just nursed him back to health. So yeah. Jerry's doing great. Animals have recuperated. They are um, doing well. They think they're living in this house full time, which is exponentially bigger than our house is going to be. <laughs> so we'll have one last transition to make with them to get them over, but yes. it's, it won't be bad. But luckily, this is the first move that we'll have that... They can just stay here. Yeah. We've, got, we've like hired your dad to just watch the animals while the movers deliver everything and we get everything set up so when they come in yes. to the new house, it'll be all it's their all stuff there. and it's us and then like we're not going to move again. <laughs> yeah. And that's different from our past moves because before we've had to put, um, usually it's me in a separate room locked in with all the animals <laughs> while the movers come in and out because my greatest fear is that a cat is going to go out the door. Yeah. Um, so this will be very nice to and not have it, that. Like, dictating. This goes there. Yeah, Caitlin goes out and ordering. she just, I'm excited to be a part of it this yeah. time. Like, I'm never there when the delivery comes in. It's pretty fun because they, like, in. don't want you to lift a finger. I'm like, oh, let me help you. And they're like, don't touch it. And I'm like, like, okay. Yes, sir. Take it on <laughs> in. They got some really heavy shit to go out because our house is oh um, kind of skinny but tall. It's three stories. Yeah, it's a townhouse. And we've got a lot of heavy shit to go to the third floor. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. <laughs> Man. Yes. Yes. So, does it feel like we've moved yet? Like, no, it actually hasn't. I feel like when we get into our house with our like stuff, like our couches yeah. and our bed, and yeah. it all set up, then I think it's gonna hit. But like when we come to Charleston now, we always just stay in this house with your parents, and it just still feels like yep. we're kind of just on vacation. It does feel really weird podcasting because usually we're side by side, and, and we're like, like staring. I kind of like it though. Like I'm digging nice. it. Yeah. Yeah. I think at the new house we're gonna have to get. An, is this an L shaped desk? Yeah. yeah. It's kind of more like we're just talking. Yeah. Not like staring at the computer. It's nice too because I feel like usually I get really stressed staring at the time marker on the on GarageBand oh, when we're <laughs> and now it's just you staring at it. Yeah. So that, that I've got it covered by my notes because we couldn't figure out the printer. So. so if you hear any clicks, we're sorry. We're gonna do our it's best me. not. And I've got a. We're gonna have to pause for my big epic page flip. So <laughs> there's gonna be some editing involved in this episode to put it together. But we're we, gonna you know we're gonna do it. We're gonna be better than our last episode, which we again apologize for because that was the <laughs> biggest shit show I've ever heard in my entire life. Oh like, my god, it was bad. It was bad. Our brains had like just yeah, we're turned settled now. off. We've gone on our mini COVID has kind of put a damper on our tour to restaurants. It know? has. It's been the tour to takeout. It has been the tour to takeout. If you've ever been to the South, you know that their food is like. Especially Charleston. Charleston's point. a very foodie city. Yeah, oh, it's sure. so good. I missed it so hard. So we just had some 
of some raisin canes. Yes. If you don't know what that is, it's just oh my God. beautiful fried chicken with like this really zesty like sauce. sauce. Oh, my mouth is watering just thinking about it. My we just so ate cool. it and it's so good. <laughs> it no, is. and um, we for all the people that have been listening, especially you, Leanne, we did get our bojangles fixed. The we bojangles did. did happen. Yes, we got some breakfast the other day, and it was amazing. Yep, it was. It was. So we're here. We're settled. Our animals are settling in. Yes, they're doing well. Um, and we've got a full house over here because not only are um us and the animals here uh gabby is here with her cat so we have been playing who gets to go out into the living room (laughs) and trying to introduce them but that's that's a work in progress that hasn't gone so well no attacks but a lot of growling and hissing i mean that's fair they've never met hissy noodles (laughs) hissy noodles they're hissy boxes they are hissy boxes um the funnier part is that artie had never met a dog before and like Mm -hmm. loves artie is gabby's cat artie is gabby's cat sorry short for artisanal cheese as i've named him (laughs) (laughs) i think dennis though our dog is so laid back that it just flows he doesn't give a shit you know, no, he Mishka really doesn't. doesn't care about cats. Like Mishka's our, you know, he's made guest appearances, but he is so he's friendly. He's the big cat. Yeah, yeah, he's just so friendly. Like he just wanted to like go right up to Artie and just be like, "Hello, what yeah. you doing?" <laughs> and Artie's like, "No." And Artie is just like has never seen another animal. Yeah, he's never been but around cats or it, dogs. It's going so. as about as good as it can go, but Gabby Gould's having a little bit of anxiety attack. But she's I'm doing like, okay. it's okay. We've just got literally less than a week, and then everyone goes to their own houses. Yeah, and we're all good. And yeah. for those wondering, Gabby is here because she is getting ready to move from sure. her place in Richmond yep. to Nashville yeah. to start residency. Yeah. So go Gabby Gould. Go Gabby Gould. And I'm so excited to visit. I cannot wait. We went. We went to Nashville. We went to see Piano Guys. We did. Um, when we lived in Charleston. I know. That was, the first time. I was about to say, that was a while, while, while back. It was. Yeah. It was at the Ryman, right? Yep, Ryman Theater. so fun. Nashville yes. was great. I want to go maybe in like the wintertime where it's not It was like, hotter than hell when we fuck. went. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm thinking about the summer. I'm like, we are going to melt. <laughs> yeah. But luckily now we're back into the land of central air. And yes. And we're going to go in hopefully Monday to see our new house. We'll move in on the first. But mm-hmm. Our new landlords are... Great. Super, super nice. And they're going to let us in early to kind of clean and get stuff set up. And, and turn that AC down. And that AC is going down. It is going way, way down. down. <laughs> and they were super, like, they obviously like things super cold as well. So they told us, because our master bedroom is on the third floor. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, AC doesn't, like, work super, super well up there. So, like, we just put a window unit. So I was like, oh, yeah. Like, we're we bringing. got window <laughs> units because in Massachusetts, that's all you have for yes. AC in the summer. So we had so a few. Our bedroom will be, like, an ice, an box. ice box. We've had um, the battle of the thermostat here in this house <laughs> with uh, Daddy Gould. <laughs> it's just so like passive aggressive because literally I'll walk by and conveniently the thermostat is by the guest room we are staying in. So every time I pass by, I just crank it down and then dad will like come out of his office and crank it back up. I think we've stuck on 70 though. Cause he had it at 72 and we put it at like 68 and I feel like we put it at 70 and we I think we're at like a, good... a stalemate. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I feel like I, I can make it work at 70. Yeah. I can survive that. Yeah. We're good. It's true, and you may be hearing from them soon. They yeah, may be we're going to try to do an, uh, an episode with one or two or all three of Yeah, our... since we're all in this house together. Yep. <laughs> might as well. And we're quarantined, so. And we're quarantined. We're all like, we're going to run errands. Like, what are you doing? We're like, oh, we're just getting out of the house. We're just driving around. We're driving around. <laughs> yes. Yes, right. ma'am. So this, we thought last week was going to wrap it up. This week, I think, is going to wrap it's gonna up. It's going to finally wrap it up, this, yeah. This um, Hello Haunted Tour of the U.S. Yeah. So we're doing Alaska and Hawaii. Hawaii. Couldn't leave them out. They're states. Yeah. Um, you've been to both. Yes. I've been to neither. But they look <laughs> both amazing in their own. One's like tropical and one's like kind of like snowy, cold. Yeah. You know, I remember Hawaii way more because I went when I was in high school. Uh-huh. Um, and I'll get to that kind of when I get to my, my portion. But um, I went to Alaska when I was six uh, with my parents. Mm-hmm. So Did you do the cruise? Yeah, it was yeah. a cruise through Alaska. And I don't... I don't really remember a ton of it. I remember watching, um, they had humpback whales that would like, would be beside the ship that you could watch. And I remember doing that, but it really wasn't that cold in the summer. Um, I know like people think Alaska and they think like, oh my God, it's frigid in the winter. I'm sure it is. Yeah. I I remember in the, um, summer you could wear like a long sleeve shirt and then at night it would get cold, Cold, but it's very beautiful. It looks amazing. We, I would love to go back and see that one day. That would be a great place. And Hawaii is amazing. Yeah, (laughs) well, yeah. It looks amazing. Yes, it is. One of our, I'm not going to say her name, but one of our listeners was just there in Hawaii and I was so jealous. 
Uh, oh, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. gotcha. I was like, absolutely beautiful. Yeah. I don't, I don't know that she wants me to say her name, but fair enough. Um, we were stalking. We were pics. definitely stalking. Hoard, hoard, <laughs> hoard, and yeah, they hoard. looked beautiful. Yeah. It was right before kind of all this whole COVID stuff started. So yeah. like, lucky for people that yeah got to go. Your parents with their crews got to go on their crews right before this all started. Yeah. And unfortunately, we had to cancel one of our trips. Yeah, we were supposed to be going business. to France for Gabby's graduation, yeah. and um, Gabby will be graduating. She just passed her uh, thesis. Thank defense yep. so that's great for her but go gabby go gabby and yeah I, yeah she's out running errands so she couldn't be in she's on this episode running errands. <laughs> she's like running away basically yeah, we all are it's fair enough yes all right so okay. would you like to start or sure I, I have kind of just a short i know you're wrapping up with kind of a short mm-hmm. one so i'll start yeah. with mine and then i have one short one and then two kind of like medium-sized okay. ones. Um, gotcha. I'm going to have a sip of the Corona while you... My Corona! <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of funny that that's what we're drinking today, it, but... It is kind of funny. You know? You know? Just make it, you know... Gotta have some humor in this crisis. <laughs> Gotta laugh, folks. Yes. So, um, we both did the state separately. So I'm all of Alaska and you are all of Hawaii. So Hawaii. Hawaii. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you really get laid every time you get there? Like, <laughs> I mean, I didn't. Um, yes. When you, I don't think for us, it wasn't at the airport cause we were, it was like with my high school, like band gotcha. like group. So there was a ton of us, but I remember getting to the hotel and usually when you get there, they that's put fun. the layer on your neck. Yeah. yeah. And it's real flowers too. Yeah, I'm sure. And they're beautiful. Yeah. That's oh. awesome. Yeah. That's so fun. Okay. So we are going to now, okay, just a heads up on some of these um, pronunciations. The pronunciations are... Oh, same. I'm going to have... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if you've ever been to Alaska, if you live in Alaska and I butcher these, please tell me and I will correct them, but yep. I'm going to do the best I can. Yes. Um, we're going to start at the Alaska Resort in Gerwood, Alaska. All right. Easy enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, this is kind of just, like I said, short and kind of um, not so sweet. So A little spook. A little spook. A little sprinkle of spook in there. Sprinkle of spookies. Um, so, I, oh, so where I was going to start with this one is we obviously had gone to um, Breckenridge, yes. Colorado for yep. Christmas. Yep. And we, our room was kind of at the bottom of the mountain. Yes. So we kind of almost continuously saw either like snowmobiles bringing people or ambulances there. So there yeah, was a lot a of lo- skiing accidents. Yeah, and, and they kind of sometimes, I mean, it's, they're fatal It sometimes. can be very it's, dangerous, it yeah. It is. Um, so... This is at a ski resort. Okay. So, kind of a lot of tragedy. I mean, I guess you really wouldn't think of a ski resort being kind of a place of, like, yeah. hauntings, but I could see why. Just Sure. And you think that Alaska, it's beautiful scenery, but it's very rugged. It's very treacherous yeah. terrain that you're yeah. talking about. So, yeah, I could see that. Okay. There was my, there's my preface. <laughs> All right, <laughs> the hit us. The groundwork is laid. Yes. Um... So, obviously, there's kind of some horrific accidents and deaths um, that have happened on this mountain and at this resort. Okay. Um, That kind of has been a spooky place. Weird things have happened. Shaking of curtains and doors closing. Okay. Like you're Um, running the mill. Yeah. So, but it wasn't like a big, like, you know, we've probably gone into 100 hotels that are haunted and we just don't realize it. Oh, for sure. (laughs) Um, So, that was kind of just not really a big deal until in 2001, a guest um, completed suicide and that was in room 721. Okay. Some shit is going on in that room and I've, there's... I'm going to ask your opinion on this because you've talked a little bit about this before. So uh-huh. there's um, apparitions at night. Okay. Um, a lot of lights turning on and off. The faucets will both turn um, on like full bore, like blasting. And then yeah. someone will either go and turn them off or they'll just turn off by themselves. Sure. Okay. Um, so it was so disruptive that now they tell people, you know, this kind of happens in this room. Oh, sure. Um, and then a lot of people just didn't want to stay in that room. Fair. Fair. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so they decided, what do we do? We're going to move all the furniture to a different room and see if that helps anything. Mm. And they moved it to room 723, like two doors down. Okay. And the same exact, now everything stopped in room 721. Okay. But it, now the same exact things are happening in room 723. So it moved. So is that spirit attached to the room or attached to the furniture? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of an interesting... You know, it's a thought, and I'm not a paranormal investigator or anything, so... You're not? No, I'm not. What are we doing on this podcast? I don't know. (laughs) I mean, truly. Um, 
I don't know. So just to clarify, the room that the things were moved to is on the same floor yeah, it's as like two the doors down. active room. Yes. Okay, so that tells me that um, it may not be connected simply to the room, maybe not even the furniture, because for me, I feel like ghosts and spirits are creatures of habit. Mm-hmm. Um, and like we always say, the fastest way to rile up uh, spirit activity is to renovate your house if your yeah. house is active. Um, so I feel like, especially if they took all that furniture out of the room and let's say maybe some of that furniture was original to the room when that person, um, you know, completed suicide, perhaps the act of taking it two doors down and setting up probably in a similar configuration, my guess is ghosts like consistency and they like things to be set up the same. So if the ghost is, you know, it may cause the ghost to gravitate towards the new room because the furniture is set up in the way that that spirit maybe saw it in their last moments of life. Sense. That's my thesis. I knew you would have a, a good kind of thought on Where's that. our travel channel show? <laughs> <laughs> um, so to kind of wrap this, that was kind of the biggest thing there. Was okay. Small. Um, not sure. Nobody, the, um, I guess, workers there don't know if this is related to this or not. Okay. To this kind of room and incident. Yeah. Um, but in room 515... The room locks itself. Now, you know, in a hotel room, you go in and there's the deadbolt. Yes. It can only be locked from the inside. Correct. They can't have anybody stay there anymore because the deadbolt will lock from the inside and there's nobody in Oh, the and they can't get into they the room. They can't get in. Yeah, and they have to, like, take the door off and, like, it's a whole oh, big it's a deal whole thing. and there's nobody in there. So there's, there's no way to get in. And is that in the old room or the new room? This is in a completely different room. Oh, interesting. This was, okay. Uh, the first rooms were 721 and 723. This is room 515. Oh. So, and so nobody knows if it's related or if it's something else. And yeah. Another, you know, spirit. That kind of feels poltergeisty to yeah. me, like... Because poltergeists like to cause mischief, and I right. feel like, or inconvenience, and like locking a door from the inside is, convenient. whether is if it was in either of those two rooms where that person, you know, um, completed suicide, I would think maybe it's a residual haunting, and it's that mm-hmm. person reenacting the final moments of their life. Yep. Generally, from what I've heard, people will generally, you know, lock the door. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's interesting that it's in a different room altogether. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. There it is. There it is. Aliska. 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 Is it? A-L-Y-E-S-K-A. Oh, I thought you were trying to say Alaska with a southern accent. I was like, Alaska Resort, (laughs) y'all. I was like, that's a very odd way of pronouncing Alaska, but okay. No. All right. That's it. Okay. Next. Well, I feel like this episode is going to be a lot of us taking off our parkas and putting them back on. Like over and over because we're jumping back and forth between Hawaii Hawaii, and Alaska. So we're taking our parkas off for the moment and we're flying over to Hawaii. It's a long flight. It's a very long flight. From Atlanta, it was about 12 hours. Would not recommend. (laughs) Didn't you say like San Fran is pretty decent? It's like maybe four or five, maybe less. So if we ever do it again, I'm going to San Francisco because I've always wanted to go there anyway, spend a few days. Yeah. And then make the jump. Sure. So yeah. So we're in Hawaii. Got it. Um, the first location we're going to talk about is called, and again, same disclaimer on pronunciations. I am so sorry. Um, Kipapa Gulch. I just like the name. I know these are great names. Um, so it is located on the Island of Oahu and it is between, Oh Lord. Um, the towns of Waipo and, Mililani town. Mm-hmm. So sorry. Um, <laughs> the first thing that popped into my head when I was doing this is what is a gulch? Do you know what a gulch is? I don't. From, I feel like we learned this in like geography class. Probably. Okay. So a gulch for those like us that don't know, it's a narrow and steep, uh, steep ravine. Oh, okay. So kind of set the scene oh, of what this gorge. looks like. Yeah. It's gorge very, gulch. I feel like a gorge is like wider though. And a gulch, it's like very narrow, yeah, okay. but very, very tall, very deep. Um, so there's a gulch and there is a big bridge, um, highway that goes over this that you can drive over today. Um, and this is apparently a very, very paranormal, um, area on the island. And the reason for that is, um, it is the site of the battle of Kipapa Gulch. Okay. And give, you know, I, yeah, (laughs) and I had never heard any of this before. So this was really interesting to, uh, to read about. Um, so a little background on that. So it was a battle fought in the 15th century, so way before, I mean, this is way before the U.S. was even a thought, just to keep it, um, you know, give you kind of a time stamp there. Shield. 
She old. Mm-hmm. Yep, she old for sure. So at the time there was a ruler on... The old Papa Gulch. <laughs> the old Papa Gulch. Um, so at the time there was a very well-loved king that was running, basically. It sounded like there was kind of a chief for each island or a ruler of each Hawaiian island. Mm-hmm. Um, so the ruler of Oahu, his name was, again, apologies, was King uh, Meli Kukahi. <laughs> I know. Sounds Hawaiian. It is. <laughs> um, he was very well loved. He did a lot of great things for his people. Um, he basically took what used to be, um, you know, an education system that was only available to the wealthy mm-hmm. and opened it to all classes of people. Good for him. Um, you know, he uh, set up a lot of um, systems for successful farming, and he also set up temples that actually kind of served as the first hospitals where the sick could go to be treated. Awesome. So all around good guy. Like yeah. we like him. Yeah. Don't call him King M. Or King Molly, <laughs> because Got I can't it. I can't pronounce the whole thing. Um, so he's a great guy. You know, his people were doing really well. Everyone's mm-hmm. thriving, living their best lives. Um, and apparently the neighboring islands of Maui and the Big Island, uh, their leaders were feeling really threatened by this. Okay. They probably thought that there would be a chance that they could be invaded. Okay. Um, because they were doing so well on Oahu, they were, like, getting it. Mm-hmm. And then maybe they could, you know, get over there and get them. Right. So they got a little jealous, a little threatened by this. And in 1410, they invaded the island of Oahu and landed at Waikiki. And there is Waikiki Beach, um, which I have been to. It's gorgeous. Um, And from there, the troops moved in, and a battle occurred at Kipapa Gulch. Okay. So um, it sounds like it was a very vicious, very bloody battle. But in the end, um, the people of Oahu defeated the invaders from Maui and the Big Island. Um, but it left thousands dead on both sides. So, mm-hmm. you know, it was a win for the people of Oahu, but it was a very bloody battle with a lot of lives lost. Um, and after this, just to show that, you know, Oahu wasn't taking no shit, they mounted the heads of the defeated leaders on sticks as reminders to anyone that might want to, you know, step in and Wee. mess with them. Yee. Don't be messing. Don't be messing. <laughs> Don't be messing with them. Nay, nay. So... For that reason, we have a very bloody battle. We have a loss, you know, a massive loss of life that happened in this gulch. Um, and it actually takes us to the name itself. So apparently, Kipapa means paved way. Or in this case, it means paved with the dead due okay. to the loss of life. Mm-hmm. So creepy. It is. It's yeah. kind of interesting. So because of that, um, this is a very big hot spot for paranormal activity. Yep. Um, so today, the bridge itself has been very kind of tumultuous, which is interesting because the bridge obviously never even existed Mm. um, until much, much later, but it's the site of many head-on accidents that occur on this bridge. And if you look at this thing, it is a very tall bridge. So if you go off of the side of this thing, you are not coming out. (laughs) Like, just look it up and you will see what I mean. Um, So it's very uh, dangerous for drivers. A lot of accidents that happen on the bridge. Um, At night, people will see torches going down the mountain path that goes down the gulch. Mm -hmm. And these uh, apparitions are thought to be those soldiers that fought in Kipapa Gulch, and they're called the Night Marchers, which that's kind of an interesting visual to see, like, just phantom torches kind of going down the side of the mountain. Um, And then there is also, it sounds like this is very unrelated, but, you know, we've always got to have one. We've got to have a lady in white. Yeah. (laughs) It ain't a haunting if there ain't a lady in white. There's always a lady in white. There's a lady in white who appears on the bridge and will appear right before driver's before disappearing. My guess is this has something to do with all the Hell, accidents on the collisions, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because I would probably swerve too if yeah. you know a lady in white just yeah. you know appeared right before me. Yeah. So yeah, that is Keep Up a Gulch. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Good find. Thank you. Yeah. I had no idea, you know, I honestly know very little about Hawaii, so uh-huh. this was definitely an interesting one to read yeah. and um you know, I'd like to go see it one day. Let's go. Once we can travel again, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. So that's that's what I had. Good stuff. Yes, ma'am. All right. Ready to put your parker back on? Yes. All right. Let me zip her up. Yeah, okay. Get back in. Get back on the plane. Here we go. I'm getting very jet lagged. Yeah. So we are going to the historic Anchorage Hotel. In? Do you want to know where? <laughs> I'm going to go with Anchorage. Yeah. <laughs> the more you know. Yep. Folks, two and two. Um, so this hotel was built in 1916 by a man named Frank Reed. Um, didn't start out so hot. Okay. Um, it kind of started in 1964. Okay. Um, it was a Good Friday, and they had a 9.2 magnitude earthquake that leveled the town. Ooh, damn. Weirdness. Yeah. That was one of the only buildings left standing and, like, untouched. Oh, that's giving me some interesting vibes, but I'll go into that in a second. Yeah, so it was still standing. Um, 
just never really took off from the beginning. But, okay. you know, it kind of was like part of the history of the, you know. The town. The town, because it was like, wow, that was one of the only buildings That's, that was still stood. standing. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Um, so it was kind of just not doing well um, until about 1989. Um, and it okay. got a facelift. Okay. And it started to become a very popular spot to kind of stop. Sure. Um, it listed a bunch of people. <laughs> Like, oh, famous people that have stayed here. Yeah. I knew none of them. I think my mom knew I one. Reeled, yeah, I would say I reeled them off to uh, Mama Kathy Gould, and uh, it was Bill Rogers. Um, and Don't know she who that is. said it was kind of like a stand up comedian, kind of talk show kind okay. of person. So he stayed there. Um, he did stay there. Okay. Um, and it is still up and running today. You can still so stay there. You can still there. go there. Still, yeah. Okay. Uh, but it's hella haunted. Um, it's Word. obviously got the kind of. Uh, very, I feel like we say this over and over and over with, you know, haunted places. Typical poltergeist stuff. Sure. You know, swings, you know, kind of misty figures. Mm-hmm. And, um, pictures come flying off the wall. Ooh, that'll do it. That's, yeah. Um, and just kind of odd, weird things. Now, yeah. there are some specific ghosts that come and hang out. Um, okay. I did mention the um, original builder of the hotel was Frank Reed. Okay. Um, he had a young son um, that worked there. And he would go to, so it was a long travel from the railroad station to mm-hmm. the hotel. Okay. And he would go and grab the luggage and, like, make this huge trek to, with their, um, the guest's luggage. Oh, bring okay. To the hotel so they didn't have to carry it. Okay. Um, he was a young, young child. Um, couldn't find anything that he had died when he was young. Um, but they see, um, often a spirit um, or figure of a little boy in dated clothes okay. um, carrying luggage through hmm. the hotel halls. Interesting. Um, so they've kind of just yeah. named that, um, you know, yeah. Frank Jr. Right. You know, Fair just enough. Just kind of doing his thing, not bothering anybody, just, you know, kind of yeah, little just spirit. Sounds residual to me. Um, yep. Um, but he does like to play some tricks on some people sometimes. Well, he's a kid. <laughs> Um, okay. He likes to hide in closets. Oh, I don't like people. that. No, I don't like that. Mm-mm. But they say like it's they it's it jumps them, but it, it's not malicious. Oh, it's, it's just not, kind of playful. Yeah, it's just like oh, a little kid like playing a joke. So like, does he like jump out of the closet? And no, like, they just open it, and there's like a figure of a child, and then he just like kind of laughs, and then he's gone. Oh my god, that would scare the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah. Woo. <laughs> I thought it was cute. It is cute. I, like, don't know how I'd feel in the moment. I guess, but yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. That's interesting. But yes. nothing about the owner. It's just, like, his just son. Just the son is what they, you know, um, have seen yeah. so far. Um, and then there also was, it was the first um, police chief of Anchorage. His mm-hmm. name was John J. Sturgis, but he went by Blackjack. Okay. Um, he was found in the um, kind of alleyway behind the hotel, shot in the back with his own gun. Oh, wow. Um, okay. And they never found um, who shot him. And so the hotel workers had dragged him inside of the hotel yeah. um, to try to save him. He wasn't dead, um, but quickly died when he was in the hotel. So he did mm. die in the hotel. Okay. Um, and there is a, on the date of his death, which I couldn't find okay. um, when he actually died. died. Yeah. Um, but they say on the date of his death they believe they see him um in his police uniform um, oh, okay. searching for um his murderer who oh killed him. interesting um, yeah so hmm. they yeah they um they keep a front at the front desk they keep a log of ghosts because apparently it's really active interesting um, oh that's fun yeah, yeah well, so, I like that. kind of like poltergeist yeah things um but those are the two most common yeah sightings oh um, i like that yeah that's a cool idea yeah fair enough yeah so that's the historic Anchorage Hotel. All right. Yeah. Very good. Thank you. My turn again? I think so. I'm going to get a sip of this. Okay, and I'm going to do a very unprofessional page flip. So sorry. So sorry. Okay, I do not have my normal notes notebook because I forgot to bring it with us. So I am using a legal pad. So I'm having to like flip, physically flip the pages. All right. Let me guess that came from Papa Ghoul. Oh, yes. It's like staples down there. It is. His I office is like a yellow one too. <laughs> very, very profesh. And I'm like, do you have tape? And he's like, yes. I'm like, do you have a stapler? He's like, yes. And I'm like, to your mom, do you have stamps? He's like, yes. <laughs> they have everything. Like, they're really I know. Adults. I told you. Like, they, they got everything around here. Do we have a stapler? Here. I don't know. Do we have tape? I don't think so. We have somewhere. In stamps, our, maybe. <laughs> perhaps. We still have stamps from our wedding from way back when. They're forever stamps. They'll last forever. Perfect. Continue. All right. So for this one in Hawaii, we're going to talk about um, a really famous uh, place. So, you know, pretty much everyone should know this, I would imagine. Um, We're going to talk about Pearl Harbor. I've 
I've never heard of it. You did not pay attention in class, though. <laughs> Just kidding. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yes, Pearl Harbor is located on Oahu, um, and it is most uh, famously known for, of course, the attack on Pearl Harbor, which occurred on December 7th, 1941. Time out. How many islands are there, actually? Do you know? Oh, my God, I don't. You're going to have to Google that. Are there a lot? Because I, I mean, there's, like, not a ton, but... Okay, keep talking, and I'm going to... Okay. I'll butt in when I... I know of at least three. <laughs> I, 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 my guess was three. No, there's more than three. Um, okay, so to jog your, your history... There are eight. Oh, eight. Okay. Can we list them off? Can we name them? Um, if you give me a second. Okay. Do, there do. Is, <laughs> there's Hawaii. Yep. Maui. Oahu. Yep. Kahului. Hawaii. Okay. <laughs> Lanai. Yep. Molokai. Yep. Kauai. 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 <laughs> I think. Um, in Nihau. Okay. There's also an additional smaller island, Kala. Oh. Please, if anyone is from Hawaii and listening, please go ahead and write in right now and tell us how to pronounce any They're of these. They're probably like, oh my gosh, shut the fuck up. I'm sorry your ears are bleeding. <laughs> it's truly not our, it's not our intent. <laughs> yes. Okay. There they are. Yes. Go for it. All right. Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor. So if you remember, this occurred on December 7th, 1941. It was the tipping point that forced uh, the U.S. to join World War II and uh, declare war on Japan. Yes. Um, so I'm just going to do a brief history on Pearl Harbor so that we can kind of set the scene here for the hauntings that happen. Um, oh, I bet it's hella haunted. Oh, <laughs> yeah. it is. So, um, you know, a lot of this was kind of jogging my brain from uh, learning about uh, World War II way back when. Um, But to kind of uh, set this, you know, whole scenario up, you have to remember at this point that uh, the U.S. and Japan had been at odds for a while now. They had not been getting along, Um, mainly because Japan had declared war on China in 1937 because they wanted to kind of encroach in on their territory to take over things. Mm -hmm. Um, And the U.S. did not like this. They responded by imposing um, sanctions on, um, like, trade items and thought that basically imposing really harsh sanctions would essentially cut them off Mm -hmm. from the supplies that they needed to continue kind of this invasion but it didn't quite work and anytime you know the uh, japan and the u.s would go to uh, negotiate it just never happened neither of them would budge so this had kind of been brewing for a while Mm -hmm. um so from this you know u.s intelligence had gathered um you know intel and they thought that the japanese actually would attack one of the european colonies you know like singapore Mm -hmm. um any of those areas so pearl harbor was actually kind of the farthest from their minds they did not think they would attack on u.s soil um and just to kind of yeah they did uh Really, you know, to the Japanese, Pearl Harbor was probably a perfect target because at that point, the entire Pacific fleet was parked basically in Pearl Harbor itself. So you've got all the U.S.'s Pacific fleet ships sitting in one place because, again, we, you know, the U.S. did not believe that they would attack them there. They thought they would attack elsewhere. So that was, you know, a a kind of a misstep. Mm -hmm. Um, So the attack itself began, obviously, on December 7th at 8 a.m. Japanese planes basically flooded the airspace over Pearl Harbor. And in 10 minutes, so at 8.10, the USS Arizona was bombed and sank with, I think, 1,000 men inside. Mm -hmm. Um, Many of those men did not were not able to exit the ship in time, so they were essentially entombed as the ship went down. Um, The really devastating part about this is Pearl Harbor is actually quite shallow. Um, And my mom was saying when we were talking about this that my grandfather, who served in World War II as a fighter pilot, after the attack said that um, kind of went on for days that they could hear knocking from inside the ship of men who were just slowly dying, and they just realized they were not going to be able to get them out in time. So incredibly tragic. Um, A lesser-known... Um, kind of uh, area of the attack is the USS Oklahoma, which um, was torpedoed and rolled onto its side and then slipped underwater. Um, and it sank with 400 men on board. Okay. So obviously there was a, an incredibly large loss of life during this attack. Um, I believe the next day uh, Roosevelt gave his famous uh, a day that will live in infamy speech. And I believe it was then that Congress approved uh, the U.S. to declare war on Japan. So obviously a massive event in American history, a lot of, you know, loss of life. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, that is perfect fodder for hauntings. Yes. (laughs) So um, (laughs) I really hope that shows up on the recording. (laughs) Pop a ghoul's home. (laughs) 
My dad just sneezed. It is so loud. I hope y'all heard that. that is, he's the loudest sneeze. You get it from him, too. I, I do. I sneeze, sneeze really. really. It's like I feel like that's a dad thing, though. I feel like all dads yeah. sneeze, like, obnoxiously loud. It was loud. like a perfect quiet moment, too. I yeah, it was really great. That, well, that was awesome. perfect. <laughs> I, I really hope the mic caught it. <laughs> um, yes. So, back to Pearl Harbor. <laughs> uh, so, Bless you. <laughs> Bless you. In the middle of uh, the harbor is um, an island called Ford Island. And I believe this is where it sounds like a lot of the military action may have taken place. What? <laughs> I'm just giggling. Oh. <laughs> yes. Sorry. It's all right. So there is one really known, um, really well-known ghost that haunts Ford Island. And we don't, I could not find if this was a real person, but his, okay. they refer to him as Charlie. Um, and basically... You know, you kind of get very poltergeist activity. You know, faucets will turn on by themselves. Mm -hmm. Doors will open and close. They'll hear footsteps and keys jingling going down the hallways. And basically everyone's kind of remark is, you know, that's just Charlie. Like, he's well known. He It does not seem like he's aggressive. He's just, I think, probably worked on the island and is just still keeping things running. So old Charlie's got it going over there on Fort Island. Got it. Um, and then, of course, the actual memorial. Um, I could not find specific instances, but the memorial itself that is stationed, you know, it's over the USS Arizona, mm-hmm. and I've been to this, um, is very active as well, especially at night. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say, uh, you know, when I was in high school, our band got invited, like our marching band, got invited to go to Pearl Harbor to play. So cool. It was really cool. And we played um, in the, like, park area, and then they let us go out by small groups um, to the floating memorial. So it's a dock, and basically um, it's beautiful, and you look down, it's got glass cutouts, and you can see the ship. Like I said, this is a very shallow harbor, so Uh the ship is very, very visible. Um, And oil is still coming to the surface from the ship. And they call them, they, like, refer to them as, like, the tears from the attack. Oh, wow. So it's... Yeah. It's not anywhere near um, that tragic of an event. Sure. But that reminds me of um, when I was, well, my grandmother still owns it, on Higgins Beach in Maine. Oh, yeah. There was a coal ship that crashed, and you can still Uh, see the ship. Um, Oh, yeah, you showed me this. very, like, it's, like, starting to kind of disappear. Yeah. Um, But you can definitely see, like, the shape of the ship and the front and the end. Yeah. The stern and the bow or whatever they're called. Yep. Um. And there's still coal that comes up. You can still mm-hmm. find coal from the yeah. ship. And it was over, it's probably almost 120 years ago. Oh, that wow. That, happened. that is really um, cool. Coal is still like, being found. Up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really cool. And they just left the ship there. Like, that's just like, sure. Like, like, Google Higgins Beach and you'll you see will the find shipwreck. that. Yeah. It's yeah, really cool. that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. And I think for, you know, the matter of Pearl Harbor, I think they realized that, you know, trying to lift the ship was far too more, I think it was just too much to try and yeah. do that. And so, I, like, there's still, like, obviously, Bodies. Body it's center. it's considered a grave site. Yeah. Oh, wow. um, so yes, highly recommend if you can go to Pearl Harbor. It is beautiful. Um, we got to lay a wreath down, so it That's was very nice. it was a very nice experience. But it's very eerie. Like yeah. not I you know I just feel like when these things happen in history and you go to these places, it just seems like the the area is like not stained is the wrong word, but like tinged with what happened, yeah. and you just you, you can feel, feel yeah. the terror yeah. and like what those poor people felt. Yep. So yeah, that is um that is Pearl Harbor. That's really, I'm just looking, I've never seen that. I was <laughs> Are you looking up the memorial? I was, yeah, I was just Googling, oh wow, that's insane. Do you have to take like a little ferry? Yes, there? Okay. yeah, they take you out yeah. by boat. Yeah, um, and there's a big center around that has obviously a ton of information. It's like a museum on Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Um, it's beautiful. It's incredibly beautiful. It's incredibly um, like moving. It, I found, I was almost in tears yeah. out there and I, I had no one, no relative that was directly connected, but yeah. you, you almost can't help it. Well, they're human. Yeah, they were people, and, you know, a ton of them died during the attack. For our freedom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. A little deep there. I was. That was a a deeper (laughs) one. Toughy. Was. Okay. Are you ready to put your parka back on? (laughs) I'm so sick of taking this damn thing on and off. Yes. Okay. Um, So this is my last one. Okay. Um, And this is outside. um, This is about 25 miles outside of Anchorage. Okay. Um, and this is a graveyard outside of St. Nicholas Orthodox Church in Eklatuna, Alaska. Okay. Um, have you ever heard of a spirit house? No, I've heard of a spirit box, but not a house. These are spirit houses. Okay. If you don't know what they are, yeah. Google it. Okay. 
You, I've shown you. Yeah, I saw what you... You know what I'm talking about now. Yes. I'm fiending. They're... <laughs> what? What? No, they're fucking weird. Like, they're really creepy. <laughs> they're kind of eerie looking. And, yeah, I will say that. They're scary. Okay. Um, so, they're basically these colorful boxes, and they are casket-shaped. Um, they're pitched roofs, um, and they They look like little houses. And that's what they're meant to be. Um, so, this kind of... Where they come from is kind of a combination of um, two different um, mm-hmm. types of people. Mm-hmm. So it is the Russian Orthodox tradition and Native American practices combined into one. I'll explain this a little more. That's, yeah. Um, okay. But to, that's kind of how they described what they look like. Like how the spirit boxes came, or spirit houses like came to be. Yes, and their decorations. Okay. Kind of a mixture of that. Both. Yeah, sure. Um, um, so... Um, let's start with the land where this is. Okay. Um, about 800 years ago, I'm going to butcher the name and I'm so sorry. It was the site of Dana Aina Athabascan Indians. Okay. Um, and it was their village and that customary for them was to cremate. Okay. Um, sure. The deceased. Yep. Um, and then the Russian Orthodox started to kind of integrate and they, um, buried people. Okay. After they yep. I believed in Barrow. Yeah. Um, and so they kind of started kind of commingling them, but there was a lot of obviously the ashes of the deceased mm-hmm. um, from the Indians, and yes. then the Russian Orthodox comes in and says like, "Hey, we're not going to do that anymore. Yeah. We're going to do Burial. know, burials." Yep. So this kind of tradition comes from um, the Athabascan Indians with the houses, and that's. Kind of the, I guess, halfway point of meeting, making both sides happy. Oh, it was a compromise. Yes, because they kind of both settled into this land and said, like, if we're going to live together, we need to make this kind of whole thing work. Okay. So the Orthodox um, obviously buried their deceased Mm -hmm. and they covered them in stones and blankets for warmth. The the bodies themselves? The grave sites. Okay. They would bury them and mm-hmm. then cover the grave site in rocks and blankets. Okay. And then the Indians had the houses because they believe that your spirit lives on earth for 40 days after death. your death. Okay. So they make these houses and they're they're very colorful. If mm-hmm. you look them up, they're very colorful. Yeah. It's either, co- they're uh, painted by the families. Okay. And they either are depicted like to represent the person that had passed or their family. So if they okay. like family colors or... Yeah, I would imagine like a crest or something yes. among that. Yeah. That's how um, they were painted. Interesting. Yes. So they paint the houses and it kind of gives them a place to rest and live for those 40 days. Interesting. And then the um, blankets and the rocks are for comfort and like stability. Okay. Through death. Like to keep them comfortable. Yes. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Kind of weird, kind of odd. Um, not yeah. anything I had... I'd never heard of that. Nope, me either. Um, but that's... And it's still a functioning cemetery to this day. I don't think they do so much with the... The spirit, spirit houses. houses. Okay. I think it's just kind of a functioning cemetery, cemetery. at this point. Because it's sure. kind of a smaller section um, that you see these spirit, spirit houses. Or spirit... Yeah. Not, I said not it boxes, once, I know. Spirit houses. Yeah. Um, but when you look, too, if you look out pictures, there's a lot of... Um, like, there's kind of the normal casket length, but then there's very small ones, mm. and even smaller ones. So, obviously, those are children and yeah. probably infants that had passed. Sure. Um, so, as you can imagine, you know, they had spread the ashes, and then they kind of obviously laid people to rest there on mm-hmm. top of the ashes that were already sure. kind of spread. So, it's very active. Sure, I can imagine. Um, there's a lot of um, lights that they see. Okay. And they... they they're not orbs. They're kind of like not flashlights, but just like these big balls of like okay. lights. And okay. they bob like in their like they're in water. Interesting. Above the caskets and there's nobody there. It's just like these floating. Hmm. I'm just like, see my hands are now. Yeah, you're doing like <laughs> I'm, some. I'm bobbing like, in the water. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then they also hear either um, like terrified children's screams. Oh. Um, or children playing. Interesting. So there's some happy and some not so happy. Yeah, kind of one extreme to the other. Yes. Um, yeah. I guess that was it. I guess I thought <laughs> I had a lot That was a bang-up conclusion you did there, my dear. <laughs> You're like, yep, that was it. That was it. 
It's um, interesting. I felt like the bobbing was kind of like creepy. Yeah, of course. I mean, it definitely has some spookiness to it. You know, I think it's really interesting. This would be a very interesting subject in general, I think, to research is kind of this... Um, integration of varying religions mm-hmm. like it reminds me a lot when you're talking about it, of new orleans and kind of uh the mixture we see of voodoo mixed with catholicism yeah. like kind of you know uh, and a lot of it I, I think in that case at least i don't know a ton about alaska as i said but um i know there a lot of the voodoo practices being kind of mixed in with catholicism was that so people could still safely practice voodoo kind of just under the guise of using yeah. catholic mm-hmm. references i think and yeah. we get this kind of interesting like combination yep so yeah it's very interesting i felt like i had way more on that and i didn't sorry <laughs> to wrap that up pretty abruptly <laughs> it's okay if you google them though they're very eerie looking they're very yeah they're like, interesting it's kind of like i don't i don't think i would want to see it yeah that is really interesting nay, nay. for sure yeah nay nay <laughs> you never know never know never know all right well i've got one last little this one this is so funny this is, this uh, you is know, I thought I had finished up. my research and then I read this and I was like, no, I got to put that in there. Like, it's just, it's too it's, good. Yeah, it is too good. Um, so this isn't exactly paranormal. It's more of like, I gotta, gotta fo- take the Parker back off. Oh yeah. Sorry. I'm Parker. sorry to sweat it. My Parker, my Parker back off. I'm already sweating. Yep. Okay. okay. So this is not paranormal. It's more about uh, Hawaiian folklore, which I always find interesting mm-hmm. too, because there's such a, a close uh, connection between yeah, the two. Um, so for this, we're going back to the Island of Oahu. And we're going to talk about um, a road, a stretch of road called Old Pali or Pali Road. Again, sorry about the pronunciation. Um, it has now been replaced by the new Pali or Pali Highway. Um, it's very thickly forested in this area. It's a very twisty road. Um, and it's kind of paranormal. And there's kind of a folklore um, background to it. Mm-hmm. So for the paranormal uh, part first, apparently there's a giant white figure that will hover in front of cars on this road that people Ooh. have reported. Yeah. yeah, so that's interesting. Um, kind of the folklore component to this is um, if you know you have read about Hawaiian folklore, there is a um, very much a high emphasis on all the gods and goddesses of yep. the island. Um, and there are so many. I was Googling and it just it went on and on. So Ooh. if you want to read about it, it's very interesting. Um, so the two we're kind of talking about here is Pele, which is the fire goddess. Mm-hmm. And again, apologies. Kama Pua'a, mm-hmm. which is um, uh, the pig god or the god of pigs. Yep. And apparently this stretch of road is said to be kind of Pele's like territory. Yep. And apparently her and Kama Pua'a had a, a bit of a like tumultuous relationship. <laughs> they didn't quite get along. Yep. Um, so for that reason, you are not supposed to carry pork on this highway so funny. because apparently it's offensive to Pele because um, obviously pork is a, uh, a form of pig yeah. and she does not like that. So apparently people will have just unexplained car trouble accidents. <laughs> um, and so I was reading about it and apparently, I don't know if this is actually true. If you live in Hawaii, please let me know. Um, people do not, they try to shy away from carrying pork on this stretch of road. So funny. Um, yeah. And they, I was reading it said, if you're having car trouble and you have pork in the car, like just like get rid of it and see if that fixes it or apparently there's all these little things you can like tie to your car to try and like appease Pele to let you pass with, with the bacon in the car yeah so like <laughs> if the baconator you need really you gotta have it you know you need to be prepared because you know Pele's not gonna like that yeah so I thought that was interesting it was, when you told me that I was giggling I was yeah it's just kind of a funny little uh story folklore. I like folklore and there's so much more about Hawaii like yeah. we can literally just do a Hawaii episode on folklore and we would have Loads. We should. I think we, I feel like we tried to do a folklore episode and we just didn't really get like our feet like running with it. Sure. I feel like we could maybe revisit a folklore. Um, yeah. Kind of episode. Sure. Also, we need to come up with a timeline. So we're getting close to having um, another listener story episode. Yes. So yes. we'll put it up on social media, though. Um, you know, let's pick a date to have them in by, obviously mm-hmm. through email, and we'll get to that at the end. But. Yep. Um, Listener stories. Yeah, we've got a good bit. I think we're ready to do another one. Those are always really fun. Yeah. So yeah, let's do that for Mm -hmm. sure. But I think I I know you can't see the time, but like we're 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 about fifty minutes. We Gucci. All right. (laughs) All right. Sweet. Well, good. So do you want to wrap her up a little bit? Sure. I think probably we'll have one more episode in this house, but coming Mm -hmm. up in the next week or so our next yeah. one will be in our new home yes that'll be exciting so, too yeah we'll have lots to talk about and yep 
Exciting times. Yes, absolutely. Um, So, yeah, and, you know, we hope that you all are faring well through, you know, the pandemic and that you're staying safe. You know, things, it's definitely scary times out there. And, um, you know, I think the most uh, jarring image I had when we were moving down was that um, in the Northeast at service stations, which are kind of like rest stops, but they have everything you would want in a rest stop. They're like awesome. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You have like a restaurant, bathrooms, gas, like everything off to the side of the road. Um, They were not letting anyone in that did not have a face mask on, which I found that image to be very kind of poignant to see. Um, So It's very apocalyptic out there. You know, it is. And I think, you know, these are really easy times to start fighting with each other as we all like to do. But, you know, I think it's important to remember that, you know, we're all going through this. So um, the next time you feel like you may lose your temper, like just pack whoever a little kindness with you and whoever you're probably getting frustrated at is probably working and going yeah. through way more shit than a lot of people are i know obviously i mean you're working but you're working from home and yeah. imagine like you know being a retail worker or a mm-hmm. you know nurse or doctor that's going no. through this and it's yeah. just it's such hard times for people like that so yeah spread the love not the hate absolutely and if you can please um you know thank a healthcare worker yes. for all they're doing to to come you know combat this uh this virus for sure yes but all right all right well and thank you to everybody um we've had kind of a pickup in merch a little bit oh yeah, and yeah. Some people have been kind of writing in like i never like saw this or you know heard this until now like, yeah i'm gonna buy something so yeah um, you keep always that can coming. find some merch at um girl friends podcast at Dot. Dot <laughs> at dot. <laughs> do, do, do. Start it again. Goldfriendspodcast.cottoncart.com. <laughs> yes. Um, and we've got a bunch of stuff. We've had some good recommendations, maybe for some stickers and mm-hmm. some koozies. So we are working on those. Yeah. Um, we'll keep you posted as we are. We will uh, keep you posted on that. It's probably going, it's not going to be through Cotton Cart. <laughs> no, no, no. They don't have them, but we are going to try to get something else kind of up and going for yeah. merch. Um, and you're wearing your lovely Ghoul Friends I podcast am. t-shirt you know, today. If you have any questions about the quality of um, the merch and the clothing, yep. um, it's really good. It's really we good. We've washed that a few times mm-hmm. and it's not peeling. It's not. Well, it's not the material that peels. It's in the shirt, which I find a lot of like. Oh, see, we, I didn't know that. When we had the shirts from Breckenridge, remember they were like, oh, they're super cheap, but they're all peeling. The stuff peels oh, off. Like this the- won't peel off. Oh, so it's good quality. So okay. it's, it's, it's good stuff. I gotcha. Um, very soft, very comfy. Doesn't yeah. shrink. So very stretchy. Wanna, like, I was going to say, and we've uh, washed we've dried, dried yeah. and nothing shrunk. So yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. If you're interested, please go over there. And, um, you know, if you do get it, please tag yourself on Instagram wearing it or on Facebook and we'll post it because yeah. we like to get that out there. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And we, um, yeah, you can always come visit me on Facebook. I always love the animal pics. Mm-hmm. Lots of doggos coming in. So many doggos. Honestly, that's just Cool Friends Podcast on Facebook. Yes. Um, if you want to come see us on Instagram, um, because we, you know, we'll we'll put more stories out. You know, if you followed us coming down, you know, you got to follow the adventures of Jerry. So we'll try and put some more fun things out for you. Um, that is Ghoul Friends Podcast or at Ghoul Friends Podcast on Instagram. Um, you can find us on Twitter as well at Ghoul underscore Friends. And if you want to email us, and that includes listener stories, please only email them to us so we can all find them yes. in one place. Um, that is ghoulfriendspodcast at gmail.com. Is that it? Do we have any more? I think that's it. That's it. All right. Well, pretty good first uh, episode recorded in a new spot. Yeah. I like it. Me too. You ready to wrap her up? Yep. Okay. So for now, we hope you have a spooky, spectacular, and a safe week. I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. And we're your ghoul friends. We in Charleston, y'all. Hey. Hey.